Chase is on. Welcome to Chasing a Ball Game, the heavy hitting sports betting podcast that is locked and loaded with sports information for Thursday. I am Jimmy Brown, your humble host, and I am fired up for another show with big news coming about the show. As you all know, first full week, and it's been a blast, but we have more news coming up, more production, uh, more features more specials that we do so thanks for all of the chasers aka the loyal listeners and the people that contribute info to the show for sticking around all 11 of you ha actually we're doing a little better than that but it's been a great start and i really do appreciate it here's the rundown for today today we are going to hit the ground running with another college basketball pick to include a tip for finding solid teams during tournament time and a college hoops betting system and of course I'll give you a pick against the spread in the college scene. Next up is the original Betting the Buckets segment, which covers the NBA with such features as Beyond the Box Score, Counter Crunch, and of course a pick against the spread. And finally, finally, the long-awaited pick. I give out my pick against the spread for a championship weekend in the NFL with predictions and a pick in the Green Bay Packers versus the Atlanta Falcons NFC Championship game. So let's get this thing rolling. Chasing ball game, blazing quick with more than one pick, and we're going right to college basketball. It is time to dive into college basketball. If you've not paid attention, it's time. The time is now. Conference tournaments are coming. March Madness is coming sooner than you think. And look, I love conference tournaments. Even if you're not the biggest college basketball fan, you've got to like conference tournaments. Of course, you like March Madness. And Last time I talked, I gave a tip uh, on how to find teams to bet on during the tournaments, and I said, uh, at that point, I told you that maybe younger teams you have to be careful with because they're not tournament savvy, they're not tournament experienced. And look, some of these may seem obvious, but you'd be surprised at how many people overlook certain things. For example, you have to have a good free throw shooting team. doesn't mean you're going to win basketball, but I guarantee at one point or another during these tournaments, it'll come down to the last second. It'll come down to one shot, do or die, and you want to have a team that can make their free throws. It makes all of the difference. And again, I know it sounds obvious, probably painfully obvious. I know you're going, Jimmy, yeah, way to go. I never thought about that, but trust me. People overlook it. Now, I won my first pick this week. I had NC State. They won and covered the small number against Pitt. They were dropping three. They won by five. Tonight, I'm going to the Big Ten. I'm going to take the Iowa Hawkeyes to beat Maryland. A few things in play here. One of the systems, if you will, that a lot of college bettors have looked at is playing on an unranked favorite against a ranked team. Maryland ranks in the 25th spot in the top 25. Iowa not ranked yet. They're minus one point favorites in 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 this game. And, and I'll be honest with you, I think this might be a trend that people have been onto for a little too long. What I mean by that is I have a good friend of mine, Alvino, and we talk college basketball a lot, and we have followed this trend for a lot. You don't bet it blindly, of course. Like every game, you have to really look into it. But I'm telling you, this one has seemed to go sour of late, but I still think it's in a good spot tonight. Iowa has a good team to include Nicholas Bear. He's the only reserve player in the Big Ten. 125 points, 115 or more rebounds, 25-plus steals, 20-plus blocked shots this year. And to me, this is the kind of win that a team needs, especially with uh, tournament time coming. Plus, there will be a gold out for this game. It's already been announced, so the fans will be there. They'll be ready. Hawkeyes 5-1-1 against spread in the last seven home games. Give me Iowa to beat Maryland in a very, very big game for tonight. 
But let's get to betting the buckets, the NBA segment. And we always start with beyond the box score. That's when we look back at a game, we pick it apart a little bit. And we try to find angles or areas that we can use in the future. And before I really get into beyond box score, I'm telling you, this league is getting a bit trickier when it comes to talking about players who are in or who are out. I was on Twitter, by the way, you can follow me at Chasing Ball Game, and I was talking with some some new folks that I hadn't met before, and some chasers who I've known for a while, and we were talking basketball. A few folks like FDR and, and OKC, we were doing basically a Clay Thompson watch for the Warriors because it was reported that he would be out for the game, and then they went back and forth saying, you know, he's going to call the team. He said he still may be there, and it was just tough. That's what I love about chasers and people I talk to on Twitter. They keep me on my toes. They help me in getting out the right info. Because, look, info changes all the time. And it may be one report at 2 in the afternoon, and then right before game time, it's another one. So it's important to be connected to people who love the game, who love the sport like I do. I was posting updates and replies and, and you name it. So please follow me on Twitter, at Chasing Ball Game, and please share the info. Because I like to be kept in line, too. If I post something not right, I want to fix it. More importantly, if we work together, we can put the stuff out for everybody to be a part of. So you don't only want to watch lines, but you want to watch lineups before placing a bet. But now it's beyond the box score. First game I want to discuss, I actually talked about yesterday, but I'm coming back to it. It's the Rockets. Um, They lost to the Miami Heat, and many called it a stunner. We didn't. We talked about how it could be a problem because if you were watching the news before the game, you would have seen that the Rockets were a bit shorthanded in that game. They were without Ryan Anderson. He sat out with the flu. Eric Gordon, he's bothered by a sore ankle. He was out. But they had to rotate players in different positions. Maybe they're not always used to playing it. Look, they're NBA players, and, and many of them play multiple positions, so this may not seem like a big deal to you. But what I really think is when you do that, players go through a bit of a growing pain, whether it's with the playbook or the position itself. Not to mention it was Miami's first home game since January 1st, so you know they were going to be fired up for this game. But what I really want to focus on is that Ryan Anderson, he was out with the flu. Watch out for the flu. Right now it's running rampant through the league. And don't get me wrong, some players sit out and it's obvious, but when it runs rampant on a team, Ryan Anderson has it, somebody else on the Rockets has it, and that player may not be out. He may be trying to get through it. However, that's bad news. Players that try to play through it are usually sluggish. They usually can't put forth a big effort, and if you've picked a team or worse, bet on a team like that, you're going to be in trouble. Just another reason to keep an eye on the lineups, to keep an eye on what is ailing the players, and also to keep an eye on the schedule. And speaking of which, we're going to the calendar crunch, the segment where we basically just comb over the NBA calendar and look for good spots or bad spots. For this crunch, I'm going to take aim at the Indiana Pacers. They are on the West Coast. Uh, They have a road trip. They have tonight off, but they're going to play a back-to-back setting. It's the Lakers and the Jazz. The Jazz, when they play the Jazz, it's going to be the third game of four nights. And to me, what really hurts Indiana is that the Jazz are a very physical team. They play solid defense. That can easily wear down an opponent with a physical style of basketball. The Jazz, they're going to be at a back-to-back spot too, but they have three days off before entering that back-to-back spot. So to me, they're in a better position. Again, the counter crunch isn't a play. I'm just bringing situations to your attention for when you uh, make your picks. Another team to watch, Milwaukee Bucks. They played the Rockets last night, and they're going to have a night off before they play a back-to-back set in Florida against the Magic in the Heat. That's not really a travel nightmare to play in Orlando than Miami. 
I won't even get into the distractions that you get when you play in Miami. Instead, I'll talk about how the Heat have one day off before the Bucks will play in their back-to-back. But they're also going to be very, very rested. Up until this game against the Milwaukee Bucks, the Heat have played three games in just 10 days. So think about that. Three games in just 10 days. They have a night off playing against the team and a back-to-back. That is probably the truest meaning of the calendar crunch. Now, on to my picks. Thursday night, I'm looking at a total. Up until now, I've picked sides. Last time out, I put the Lakers, and they made a valiant comeback in the fourth, but they couldn't get it done, so I had a loser. I'm going to take the over 219 in the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Phoenix Suns. The over 219 may seem like a high number, and I can't blame you if you think it does seem like a high number, but it's high for a reason. In fact, it opened about 220, kind of dipped down to 219 at half, 219. You can definitely find some 219, so make sure you shop around for this. We all know the Suns don't play defense, so I won't even get into it because, to me, this will be a game that the Cavs will want to win and want to win big. Not because they're playing the Suns, but because of that ugly loss against the Warriors. I didn't really think it was a big deal, but what I did like, and I mentioned this yesterday, the Cavaliers shot horrible in that game from the floor. When a team shoots bad, they almost always rebound with a good scoring game. The next night out, they're in the 30 percentile bracket. That's not good. That's a horrible shooting night. Plus, the Cavs are home again after an extended road trip. It's always good to get some of that home cooking. The Suns, meanwhile, hit the road after two days off. They're going to have an extended East Coast road trip. Injury, the guy to watch, Kevin Love. He did not participate in contact drills uh, during Wednesday's practice. He's got a sore back. He's considered questionable for the Suns. I don't think that's bad at all. In fact, I could argue that's better because Kyle Korver started the second half and plays Love on Monday. He might be in line to make his first start since becoming a Cavalier if Love isn't able to play. Obviously, that's good for a reason. He likes to shoot. He likes to shoot a lot. I can also say his defense is a bit questionable, but in reality, it will give the Cavs less of a defensive presence uh, in Kevin Love's spot down low as opposed to outside on the perimeter, although Kevin Love can stretch it. I think that leads to a high-scoring game. On the Phoenix Suns, Tyson Chandler, Brandon Knight, Jared Dudley, all of the Suns missed Monday's game against the Jazz because uh, Chandler had a stomach virus. Look, I told you, he had a stomach virus. When this happens, a lot of players are affected. That's exactly what's going on right now. And even the healthy players will be in trouble. For example, with the Suns missing so many players, Devin Booker played a career-high 46 minutes on Monday. Think he's going to be ready for this game? Maybe at first, but not throughout the game. When you play a career-high minutes and now you're going to play another game, it's not going to be easy. I don't care how many games you have off. So to me, all that adds up to one thing, and that's a high-scoring game. This game goes well over the total. The Cavaliers alone may put up 120. I think Kyle Korver is going to have a big night from the perimeter. He's going to get right into that fan-favorite role with a bunch of big shots. Take the over 219 for the NBA tonight, Cleveland versus Phoenix. Before I get to the NFL, I want to talk to you about mybookie.ag. This NFL segment is brought to you by the top-rated sportsbooks, which is also the official sports betting site of the Chasing Ball Game podcast. Look, I bet on at mybookie.ag. I would not suggest a book to you that I do not bet at. Not only do I bet with them, but I've deposited with them. I've gotten paid out by them, and it's simple. You play, you win, and you get paid at mybookie. Please check them out. Sign up. Check them out. Go to mybookie.ag, but make sure you use the promo code CHASER, that's C-H-A-S-E-R, and if you use that promo code, it will 
it will activate an exclusive 100% bonus and up to 3,000 bonus dollars to bet on sports. If you're getting ready for the NBA, if you're getting ready for March Madness, more importantly, if you're getting ready for the NFL Championship Weekend, you have to bet at mybookie.ag and take all that bonus money and win big this weekend. But let's talk the NFL. That's what we're here. Antonio Brown. Everybody is still talking about Antonio Brown. Look, I love a good story. I thought it was a ride. I thought it was funny watching him do his thing on live with all that stuff going on around him and him being ignorant to everything going around him. But I like to talk about real news on this show. I don't think it affects the game. I think those that think it's bulletin board material, look, I can vouch it'll be a distraction. I'm not sure anything outside of that. But I'm here to talk about the NFC, not the AFC, and I'm here to talk about the Falcons versus Packers. Let's go. If you've been listening all week, then you've heard me drop several great tips News about this game, trends on this game. I'm not done yet. Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams, he's not going to practice till Saturday. Jordy Nelson continued to work with the rehab group at Wednesday's practice. Things don't look good for this duo. It, it just doesn't. I, I mean, I've scoured the notes. Uh, I've read everything I can. Uh, if they do play, it, it, it necessarily wouldn't surprise me. You can guarantee they won't be at 100%. And look, this is a duo that combined for 172 catches, over 2,000 yards, and 20 six touchdowns that's a big deal to me the Packers can't run the ball they can't we know they're a very popular bet right now we know Aaron Rodgers is red hot we know they're winning we know he said they'd run the table the public is hammering the Packers they're the most popular pick of the week 69 percent they were 70 percent earlier in the week I'm telling you right now they're going to be 70 percent again come game time but the line is moving toward the Falcons so why well Wise guys are watching the birds. At least people with big money are watching the birds because according to the trends that I see, Atlanta's received just 31% of the spread tickets and 35% of the spread dollars, which means there's not a lot of action on Atlanta. However, despite this betting, the Falcons open minus four. You can find them at minus five right now. That, to me, says sharp money, big money, staking the Atlanta Falcons. And you know why? Green Bay's defense is awful. They've allowed 269.3 passing yards per game. Second worst mark in the NFL. Safety Morgan Burnett, he's questionable. He has a quad injury, basically a mow down by his own teammate in the Dallas game. Ladarius Gunter, he surrendered either multiple touchdowns or 100-plus receiving yards or both in a game four times this season. He's allowed 769 yards in 18 games without one interception. That's not good when you go up against Matt Ryan, we all know about Matt Ryan. If you missed out this week, I made my MVP pick for this year, and it's Matt Ryan. He's ranked second in passing yards and first in QBR, and this offense is incredible. They average over 30 points a game. Look, they throw it all over the place. They had a record 13 players catch a touchdown in one game or another. They throw it to the running backs. They throw it to the tight end. Wide receivers galore. They can sit out Julio Jones and still be deadly. He's going to play anyway, but they'll sit him out if they need to rest him. It won't matter. And this passing game opens up the running game. They can run the ball. Two incredible runners, two different type of runners, a great offensive line. Center Alex Mack is making the difference, the difference that nobody is talking about. I think it's a big deal. Huge props to Kyle Shanahan. He's going to be the head coach of the 49ers from everything I'm seeing. Good for him because he deserves it. He did some excellent, excellent, uh, I'll call it a restoration of this offense, but it was pretty good. But to me, he really brought it to, to life with his play calling, not to mention you know I have a few more trends. Falcons 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six against the NFC. 
four and one against the spread in their last five games overall. Take the Falcons, lay the number. The Dirty Birds are headed to the Super Bowl. That will do it for chasing ball game, real quick. Like I like it because I know you guys are busy. You got things to do. Thanks for stopping by and hanging out. I do appreciate it. If you want to be featured right here on the Chasing Ball Game podcast and become a chaser, just reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook at Chasing Ball Game. It's that simple. Share some information, just like the latest sports fanatics I already talked to with Raylan, and I talked to uh, FDR and OKC, and I want to give a shout-out to the latest chasers who have followed along uh, like Josh Abdi and the Chiefs in 18. All you have to do is follow me on Twitter. Let's talk sports. And look, welcome to the chase. It's all about you, sports betting fans. Together, we're going to build an incredible community. I share your thoughts, information, or picks right here along with mine. And I always give you credit for the information. So make sure you follow me and get involved on the chase. Stop by tomorrow for my favorite day or night of the week to talk NBA with betting the buckets. And then I will be all about the NFL. I'm going to have prop bets. I'm going to talk all about the Pittsburgh Steelers and New England Patriots. And, of course, I'm going to reveal my selection for the Super Bowl. So do not miss out on that. Until then, good luck at the sportsbooks and win big while you keep on chasing.